travels at 1,400 miles an hour, costs $21 million, and Haley, it'll probably make you puke or pass out if you get in it. You know, because uh, we didn't plan any of this conversation ahead of time, and I'm going to take a total stab in the dark, I'm going to guess that it is one of the Navy's F-A-18 Hornets, the jet of the elite flight squad, the Blue Angels. Am I right? Shocker. You are correct. Yeah. yeah. You ready to go? Let's do it. All right. Ready. Hit it. Well, you're used to seeing us on the evening news. This conversation is different. I'm Stephen Albritton. And I'm Haley Harrison. Uh, the Blue Angels are in town over the holiday weekend for the Kansas City Air Show. KNBC is a proud sponsor of the Air Show. And our Matt Evans got to suit up and hold his stomach for a flight on board Blue Angels number seven. Matt joins us today. Matt, how you feeling? Uh, a little queasy, a little queasy, <laughs> considering I was going roughly the speed of sound um, about uh, four hours ago. So. Whoa, whoa. Okay, but you did keep it together. I did. You're I very did. proud of that. Uh, I, You know, I came in fully prepared to pass out, puke multiple times, <laughs> and I didn't either. So I am I am excited that I didn't do any of those things. So it's my big goal the for blue, the day. The Blue Angels take uh, journalists like us up on these trips as part of their publicity for the air shows a lot. Did they say that you know usually these uh, these TV reporters can't keep it together? Um, I psyched myself out yesterday by watching a myriad of television reporters puking and passing out with the Blue Angels. So they did not say that, but I knew it because all day yesterday I was watching videos on YouTube. Reporter passes out with Blue Angels. Reporter pukes with Blue Angels. So I was like, I have no chance. I am I am done for. No, so can't be that guy. And you right. weren't that guy, which is great. You know, we're recording this podcast on a Tuesday night. Now, take us through this morning. When you woke up, you knew you were going on this flight. Take us through your day leading up to this, you know, really once-in-a-lifetime moment for you. So I ate nothing but bananas today. And <laughs> apparently, that's what they say to eat. Uh, but it's ma- basically because bananas taste the same when they come up as when they go down. No. Yes. So that is a... It's pa- not because potassium's going to help that's you what I thought it was. flight. No, it just tastes the same when it comes back okay. up. So I ate bananas bananas for, bre- for breakfast this morning and <laughs> came into work and went straight to the uh, Blue Angels briefing. So I flew and so did uh, Dr. Jeremy Tucker, who is the Liberty School District Superintendent. He was named Superintendent of the Year for 2019 in the state of Missouri. So he got to go up first. I went up second. Um, the Blue Angels crew chief um, took us through everything about what not to touch, which is essentially everything in the airplane. Mm. Just don't touch anything and you'll be good. Um, so, and then through that, he took us through um, what to, what you're going to experience, negative G, zero G, and the all dreaded positive G-force. Explain to us what that is. So a G-force is like when we're sitting right now, we're, we are all in one G. So one times our body weight, two Gs, two times our body weight, and so on and so forth until you know, you get pass out. Yeah. Right, exactly, until you pass out. Because what that does is it pulls all the blood from your head to your feet. So um, uh. when you are pulling, you know, five, six, seven Gs, your blood will not be in your brain. So you will take a nap, essentially, <laughs> is what they said. So, uh, but they give you techniques to, to combat the positive G. So they want you to squeeze your legs and your abdomen and do what you call the hick maneuver. So um, it's when you breathe in and hold that breath for like five seconds, like, and then do like a quick out and then quick in because you want to keep all your air in. So it's like a hick. Okay. Hick. So if you watched our story, you will see me doing just that. It does not look graceful at all. And in fact, makes me look not cool 
if you can look not cool in a fighter jet. But it kept you awake. That <laughs> but was the it key. kept me awake. Yes, exactly. So there were three times where I almost took a nap, and the tunnel vision was closing in, and it was maybe a pinhole of light. And then uh, the pilot lieutenant, Kerry Rickoff, said, okay, we're done. And then I was <gasps> good to go. Uh, wow. How many Gs are they reaching when they're doing these maneuvers during these air shows? So they will reach, um, it depends on the maneuver. Uh, today we did maneuvers with 4 Gs, with 5 Gs, 6 Gs, and the last maneuver we did was 7 point, I think 7.3 Gs, and their aircraft is rated for like 7.5 Gs. So... Talk, you know, pushing the envelope got right there on the edge. So yeah. no kid gloves for this flight. No, no, wow. no G suits. The Blue Angels do not wear G suits, and those are uh, flight suits that have um, that have like air essentially in your legs, and they kind of compress to keep your blood out of your legs. And the Blue Angels don't wear them um, because they are that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Angels are indeed pretty phenomenal. And yes. Pretty cool to see whether you're in the plane or on the ground. How does one become a pilot for the Blue Angels? So you uh, become a pilot for the Blue Angels. Uh, essentially, how you become a pilot for uh, the U.S. military in any 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 shape or form. You, you well, except for them, you got to be with the Marines or the Navy. So um, you start out uh, in in basic training, and you go through all your rungs to become a pilot, and then you you uh, fill out an application and sign up to be on the Blue Angels. So it's a a certain amount of time, uh, you know, a year to a few years that you get to spend with the Blue Angels traveling around the country doing these air shows. And all of those pilots have also uh, served outside the country. So they've they've been on tours of duty outside the country. So now they're in the country showing the the strength and the power and the precision of the United States Navy and Marine Corps and showing, uh, and what Lieutenant Rickoff said a lot, it was showing what teamwork can do. Because he would take me through all these maneuvers and then he would say, imagine being about 18 inches away from another jet doing the exact same maneuver as he's twisting and rolling all over the sky. So, I just love how he's having a casual conversation while twisting and rolling across the sky. Exactly, yes. And through this whole thing, as I was doing that so elegant hick maneuver, um, Lieutenant Rickoff was uh, saying, okay, halfway there. Three quarters of the way, y'all keep on going. You got this, you know, keep fighting it. Like he is just cool, calm, collected while pulling seven point whatever. He's your personal cheerleader. Right, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, he was awesome. He was there awesome. So, what was it like inside the jet? You got to wear the uh, A flight suit to get yes. in, but getting up the ladder and getting in, the canopy comes down. You know, take us through that environment in the cockpit. It really didn't uh, set in until um, they were like, Are you ready? And I go, Well, do I have a choice? <laughs> and they go, At this point, not really. So, let's do it. So, um, no, it was uh, just seeing that the plane itself was was spectacular and being you know five feet away from a blue angel aircraft is something that's awesome so being able to climb up into it was great and the crew chief uh strapped us strapped me in and kind of said again don't touch anything um you know this will be bad if you touch any of these things i go okay great i won't touch any of them uh, and got all strapped in and i mean probably at least a dozen straps so um and uh, got as as tight as possible because you know you go inverted so you hang there so you don't want to be uh, loose in that in that uh, flight attitude and then um, you know from there the the pilot climbed on in and canopy lowered and I was like okay here we go and you know that was essentially kind of in my head the whole time I was like all right this is happening. So, <laughs> what some people probably don't know about you is that you are an amateur aviator. Yes, you've been yep. taking some flight mm-hmm. lessons. Yep. How does this, if at all, influence your hobby, your aspirations for what you want to do with that? 
Oh, it's awesome. I'd love to fly upside down more. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It is. It is awesome. Um, uh, I've got about 60 hours in a Cessna 172, uh, which uh, I have maybe pulled a G and a half in. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Because because at like two or three, you know, four Gs, the wings just fall off, you know? <laughs> so you're not encouraged to pull Gs in those uh, recreational aircraft. So, um, yeah, I... I was uh, I was nerding out over the radio calls because you know Blue Angels number seven you know calling downtown tower I mean that's pretty cool and uh, you know un- we still had the flight instruments in front of us so I could see our our airspeed and our uh, altitude and uh, our our directional heading and all that so I was kind of able to piece the puzzle together, you know, and, and things like that. And I can recognize things from the air. I've flown out of downtown a few times and, and kind of in some of the areas that we flew to. So I was able to recognize some of the stuff in the air. So it was it was, it was was cool to have some of that background knowledge, I guess. You probably got more out of that flight than probably the average Joe going on a flight with the Blue Angels would uh, because you were able to read some of those instruments. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was really, that was really cool too, just being able to kind of know what was, what was going on. And, um, you know, when there, there was a, a plane landing before us and it was a, a Piper Warrior and I asked uh, Lieutenant Rickoff, is that a Piper Warrior? He goes, yes it is. You know your planes. And I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool <laughs> after that. You know, on the back <laughs> you know because I've actually flown that Piper Warrior before because it's one of the trainers at ATD in uh, downtown Kansas City, one of the flight schools there. So, um, And I can't imagine being a student pilot and landing on runway 19 of the downtown airport as a Blue Angel is, is on the hold short line, which is essentially where they put pilots before they put them out on the runway like you're landing your plane like trying to make the best landing possible in your first few hours and you have a navy blue angel pilot watching you land literally one of the best pilots in the world right yes without a doubt yeah because i would get nervous on my on my landings you know if there's another plane sitting there you know watching me land i want to make sure i the Uh perfect landing and nice and smooth and all this i've never had a blue angel watch me land though so i can only imagine what was going through that person's mind as they were taking in that Piper Warrior. So. Intense. Uh, favorite maneuver of the day, um, if it, you remember it. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, there was, there, there were so many. Um, but the probably one of the best ones was when we first took off. So that is when we literally stood the airplane on its end, and it was a rocket ship, and we went thousands of feet in a matter of seconds. So you're at the you're you're uh, coming off of the runway and you essentially make a 90 degree turn. Yeah, it felt like that. Yeah, and just straight straight up. Um, probably not 100% straight up, but man, it really felt like it. So, uh, and it was so cool because we were taking off runway 19 in downtown, which is toward the south, which is toward the buildings. So you've got the downtown skyline in view. You can see the Buck O'Neill Bridge on your left. You can see KCK on your right, and you. All of a sudden, can't see him anymore because you are now vertical. Yeah. One thing I'm so obsessed with is trying to figure out how do these guys train for this? Because in, you're learning anything. You've got to have room for error and learning to make mistakes and doing those mistakes is part of the process. But when you're flying a what, $21 million plane, there is no room for error. And these guys are very precise in everything they do. How do they learn this stuff? Did they talk to you at all about that? Repetition, repetition, all about hours. They all have, uh, most of them have thousands of flight hours under their mm-hmm. belt, you know, and uh, they have done this for uh, years before they're on the Blue Angels team. And they are, if you're a Navy pilot, you are already, you know, top echelon. But when you're on the Blue Angels, you're on the top of the top echelon. So, I mean, these guys, uh, they, they practice nonstop. You know, they practice all the time. They uh, work out all the time they are in probably they are 
they are in excellent physical shape on top of that to handle the G-forces and all that. So, I mean, um, I, I can't ever imagine getting to that level um, just based on my experience with trying to keep a 172 straight level. You know, I can't imagine flying at the speed of sound and having someone a foot away from you, you know, in another 20-some million dollar aircraft. Um, I mean, they are, they, are, they are talented. They are determined. They are... Uh, Masters of their craft, for sure. Yeah, probably said they're inspiration to you know pilots and the kids. Absolutely, be flying in front of this weekend. And that's a big por- that's a big part of the Blue Angels mission too, is to to showcase uh, what they can do, what naval aviators can do, and what the United States military can do with some of these amazing uh, planes in the sky. And it's a big recruiting tool for them too, because a lot of people come up and talk to the Blue Angels like, man, I want to I want to be that guy. And I actually asked Lieutenant Rickoff in my interview. I said, I got to ask you this. How does it feel to be so cool? <laughs> like it's certified cool. Right, exactly. You're like certified cool. If there was a cool card, you would have it without a doubt. Um, and he and you know he kind of smiled and was like, well, you know, I'm representing the 800,000 uh, men and women of the United Company States line, Navy and Marine, and it's just it's it's an honor to represent them. And I go, yeah. You're cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what was behind that smirk before he gave you that. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah, everybody. exactly. I can't imagine going out in public and somebody asking, hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, well, I, I fly for the Blue Angels. Right. Like, Excuse yeah. me? You what? Know. what do you do? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a Blue Angel. <laughs> Whatever. It's, you know, it's yeah. kind, of, kind of a big deal. It's a job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you, did you have to do anything to, to get certified to, to go on this, this uh, assignment? Was there anything special that they required of you? Yeah. So the air show, um, you know, reached out to me, knew I had an aviation background and said, Hey, would you be interested in going on this? I said, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and went and did a, a routine physical and actually did that physical the same time I did my third class medical certificate that had run out for the FAA. So my regular pilot stuff, you got to have that renewed every five years when you're under a certain age. And that was the time. And I, uh, slid that in to the doctor on the end. Oh, hey, by the way, can you go ahead and do this too while you're at it? So did the routine physical. He said, you're good to go. Um, you know, the Navy uh, kind of gives you the rundown, make sure you're not uh, so crippled in fear that you're not going to be able to handle yourself. And uh, that was about it. And, you know, up you go. So. Good. It's fun. Now, you weren't the only one to go up today. You mentioned right. it earlier, Liberty Superintendent. Take us through his flight a little bit. He was, uh, he was, he was nervous too, for sure. Um, and he, um, he, was super excited, obviously, um, and he went up and did a lot of the same maneuvers that we did. And when we when he got back down on the ground, we were talking to him about how it went, and he goes, "You know, there's really like no no words to describe what this is um, because there really isn't." You know, um, he did the the he didn't puke either because he got back on on the ground and he uh, waved the sick bag in the air. I didn't, I wasn't <laughs> sure at first. I thought it was a white flag of surrender. Yeah. And then I realized, oh no, it is just the empty sick bag. So he did not puke either. So there was no pukes in Blue Angel number seven today, which is oh, uh, which is, yeah, I feel like is a way to go, Kansas City. We didn't <laughs> we didn't puke in a Navy aircraft. Today. So maybe, maybe the Blue Angels will come back next right, year. Exactly. They have a clean aircraft when they come to Kansas City. Right. So wait, he's waving the 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 barf bag. Right. Is that something they tell you guys beforehand? Like, no. this is your trophy at the end? No, huh? No, no. He was just waving it. He okay. was just waving it. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because it took me a second or two to piece it together. I'm like, oh, he didn't puke. And then the pressure was on me for me not to puke. Absolutely. So. And you know what? You pulled through. You made Channel 9 proud. 
Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so tell people who might be going out to the air show, what should they expect from not only angels and and everybody else will be out there. Uh, I mean, if you're an air show or an aviation buff, this lineup is one of the best lineups in the country this year. I mean, you've got the... Uh, Blue Angels, you've got the Golden Knights the parachute team. Um, you've got uh, Patty Wagstaff, who is an amazing, uh, amazing, amazing pilot. You have um, uh, you got you have so many people. It's it. I mean, just look at the rundown, and it's it's the who's who of who you want to see in air shows. Mm, cool. So um, I mean, especially with the Blue Angels, you know, leading the show, that's going to be uh, spectacular. So you'll see a lot of the moves that that we did, uh, but there will be there will be six other planes in the sky also doing those moves flying in formation right exactly yeah, yeah. Wow. so um yeah it, it's i mean i think it's going to be a, a, a really a really great show for sure all right matt thank you so much the 2019 kansas city air show is saturday and sunday july 6th and 7th at the downtown airport if you'd like to see matt's reporting on board blue angels number seven you can check out the show notes remember to rate and review this podcast and tell a friend we always love new listeners and as of course we thank you for listening